your kid has X, Y, and Z diagnosis. The question is, how are you going to talk to them about it? Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're going to talk about how to talk to your kid about their issues and diagnoses so that we can help them be better human beings, love themselves, and of course, great contributors to society. So let's dive in. Okay, your kid's got a diagnosis. Maybe it's ADHD. Maybe it's executive functioning dysfunction. Maybe it's dyslexia or PANS. The question I get from a lot of parents is, how do I talk to my kids about their diagnosis without making them feel bad or stigmatized? Well, the real answer is to talk to them about it. When your kid struggles, they know something is going on and they are going to imagine things way worse than some little label. And what is a label? A label is only a label if we let it limit us. But when we have a clinical condition like ADHD or dyslexia, it helps us to better understand what our challenges are, but it also helps us to understand some of the gifts that come along with it. And when kids are having a hard time, when they understand what it is, what they can do about it, right? Because we're all about solutions. That's all that my work is, is about teaching parents that they are the CEO of their kid and their family's mental health, physical health, everything. And we just need the right solutions, right? And that's what we are talking about. So how do we talk to kids about it, right? So first of all, we want to always think about developmental level. And you want to use language that's appropriate for each level. So, you know, a teenager, and this isn't across the board, just because somebody's 15 doesn't mean that their real emotional age is 15. They might be 27. (laughs) They might be nine. So we all seem to have like one of each of these kinds of kids. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that our kids, we're going to talk to them in a way that they can hear us. We're going to use my favorite thing to talk about the brain. I love to talk about the brain. And that means you have to educate yourself about the clinical issue. So step one is really educating yourself about the clinical issue. I talk a lot about clinical issues in my book. It's going to be okay and help you to understand it and see it differently, really to talk about it from a root cause perspective so that we're not just giving information from Google, I've done that work for you, and from a pediatrician who's a generalist, right? So that also means getting the right help and working with somebody who can really help you. I think that's super, super important to find somebody who's aligned with you that can really help you. With that, you can get that right information. So always start with kids. Ask them, what do you know? So my youngest, John Carlo, is, is dyslexic. Honestly, moms <laughs> and dads and teachers, this kid, he was seven. I was like, is this kid ever going to read? And he only had the Mac Daddy reading program. He never had regular reading. He only had Orton Gillingham and Wilson based and Linda Mood Bell. So those are, it's a different way to teach reading. Orton Gillingham dates back to 1917. And basically, you're activating the muscle memory in order to teach reading. And he's definitely going to be an engineer. He's already declared it in his fifth grade autobiography that he's getting a PhD 
and engineering so that he can help people. Isn't that nice? Good human, that little, little bugger. So when I looked back, right, first of all, I knew you've heard me talk about him. Like he was two and a half. And I was like, this kid is so easy and so pleasant. And, you know, he can't learn some basic things, colors. He was getting confused. And I was like, I think this kid's dyslexic. So we opened up Pandora's box. It turns out all the Hodges are dyslexic. And there we go. So we just talked about it. Like it's no big deal. And uh, my kids really embraced dyslexia and they my little guy really thinks it's like a superpower and I was meeting he's going into sixth grade and I was meeting the teachers for for the next year and his favorite teacher Mr. Fuchs I should send him this said of course he's a science teacher does maker space said I'm dyslexia too and I was like you've got the power he's like I've got the power and he's like I gotta talk to JC about it and I was like you totally gotta talk to JC about it he's so cool about it and he just was like, yeah, I'm dyslexic and I own it and it's great. Conversations, right? John Carlo is a 57-year-old. His brother has pans. We've talked about it, but I didn't use the exact diagnostic terms until he was later. He was too emotionally dysregulated. So I broke it down. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done, or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. So if a child is able to handle a name be educated. It's not a one-off too, you guys. You don't just say, hey, this is what it is and see you later. You have continued conversations about what it is. That's so important because they'll hear things at one time. They may be older and it may not sit with them in the same way, or they might see somebody getting teased for something that's their diagnosis, whatever it is. You want to have ongoing conversations, ongoing conversations, right? In my house, I'm like, oh boy, uh, somebody, you can do math, but you know, you can't read. And I'm like, I'm a great reader. I can't do math. And we just have these kind of things. And in our household, we use humor. So having that kind of sarcastic banter is very normal and beloved in our house. Even the cats get teased in our house, right? We always wonder where Tiger, who his therapist is, because he's got an anxiety disorder for some unknown reason. But you know, the cat the kids are like, Tiger's got an anxiety disorder. I'm like, I know. So you got to work with what you have. That's my other tip. Real conversation. Think about developmental level. If you can say the name of the diagnosis and it's going to sit well with your kid, great. If not, focus on symptoms. So Max's case, I focused on the symptoms. You get angry a lot. You're frustrated a lot. When different things would come up with his flare, I would say you're having a flare. I got him comfortable with the language 
so that he's so comfortable with diagnosis now. He's like, aren't I dyslexic too? I mean, don't I have the power? This is what he says to me in his 17 year old. And I was like, I think you're a touch. I think you're a touch. But John Carl's way more severe. And so is dad. He's like, oh, oh, he kind of felt like let down by it. This is a true story that just happened recently. And I was cracking up. I've done such a good job of desensitizing our kids to anything. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, that kid's, yeah, okay, sure, whatever, no problem. So having ongoing conversations, asking your kid, like, what what's the frustrating part? I love to talk about some of the superpowers that come along with this kind of stuff. So even when things are mucky, like for my Max having pans, like he's homeschooled. It's been a great thing for him. I, I think he really, I know he enjoys it. And that might not have happened if he didn't have pants. So there's another side to it. Because he's homeschooled, he actually gets to spend a lot of time with Grammy Hodge, aka Action Grammy. You've already heard about her. But she is a force. And he's able to like go and spend a week with her. And they go biking for 50 miles and do all these things. These are life opportunities that wouldn't happen. So we have to always use a positive stance. We got to acknowledge the hard stuff. I mean, my gosh, there were years where John Carlos was like, I don't want to spell. I don't want to do this. And it was hard. But you have to keep working on it. Have, talk to them about it. Have them ask questions. Ask them what they know about it. Have they ever heard of it? And it's particularly with things like ADHD. Wow, it runs the gamut. So you might have a kid who's really impulsive. You might have another kid who's a mayor and everybody loves him and then everything in between. So we want them to understand that there, this is a diagnosis, but it's unique to them. And that's okay. And then make sure you're having ongoing check-ins, things like that, talking about it. And the more kids know, the more they come to love themselves, the more they come to see this as just part of who they are and not really an Achilles heel, but part of their uniqueness that makes them as awesome as they are. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and your family, even if it's having a hard conversation about what your diagnosis is, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 